am Ellie Herringshaw. Sitting next to you is your father. That's yes. me, Mark Herringshaw. Great to be here. Hi, Dad. How are you? I am having a good day. Good. Yes, I get to do this. I know it's fun. And it's morning for us, so that that what a great way to start. It's and kind we of gloomy get, outside, though. Yes, but we get to talk about something that's near and dear to both of us and plays into the reclaiming and um what are we going to talk about we're going to talk about my puppy my cute little puppy we've mentioned her probably i mean several times in the in the podcast and i've talked about her a little bit but my i have a beautiful 11 year old greyhound named bling and she just celebrated her 11th birthday last week and so we're we're celebrating her today. <laughs> yeah, we're and we're we're a dog family. We We've are, had dogs. We're a dog um, I grew up with dogs, and um, we've had dogs uh, off and on throughout our family life, and mm-hmm. different experiences with different creatures. Yeah. But Bling, she plays into your story. She does. She does very much. She's one of your reclaiming buddies. So she was. Bling was the first. The I I mean yeah she was the first. You started to say person. I, I was started to say person. <laughs> the first thing that knew about my pain, and the first I mean she 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 always knew. She knew when I would be sad. She knew when I would. Um, yeah just be devastated she'd come over and she'd just look at me um but my my ex-husband and I adopted bling from um, a wonderful um greyhound adoption organization called greyhound pets of america and I remember when um when I was younger when I was like we, we had our we had a beautiful samoyed named ransom and ransom was a show dog um, we didn't show him, but the we didn't the, show him. The owner did, or the uh, breeder did. Yeah, he was he was pretty amazing, pretty stubborn creature, but he was a great show dog. He was a just a beautiful, beautiful dog. So I remember going to one of the shows, um, and that that Ransom was showing at, and I remember seeing um, like a booth for greyhounds, and um, and like thinking, oh, these are like gorgeous dogs that run so fast and um and I can't remember like who said it if maybe it was like the person at the booth or something but they said you know if these dogs aren't adopted they're put to sleep and I was like devastated and I remember saying to you guys like can we get a greyhound and um of course mom was like um yeah one strong-willed dog is enough like although greyhounds are super just super easygoing yeah, they're dogs. Not they're not strong-willed. They're not at all. They're so easy. They spend their energy in other ways, like yeah, flying. Strong, <laughs> very fast, short bursts of energy. So, so that was my first. That was my first interaction with greyhounds, and um, and then I remember, you know, when I when I was married, my my ex husband talked about getting a greyhound and um and I guess that that was a a kind of dog that he had always wanted too and so we we talked about it for a while and then decided to go through the adoption process with um with this organization and you have to like fill out this giant 
application and, um, and they, they, it's kind of like a matchmaking thing where they, they pair you with the dog. So we, we had said that we were open to, um, an older dog and, um, and Bling had just turned eight when we got her and she came to our house we wanted to like, see if it was a good fit. And she was just like, we just fell in love with her and she was just the sweetest, sweetest little pup. Um, I say puppy, but not a puppy. <laughs> but what, I, what was yeah. her history? What did, what did you know about so her she past? Came from, um, she came from a racetrack in Florida. So when greyhounds, um, greyhounds usually race between, um, between one to three years. Um, and so, so they start racing when they're, when they're younger. And then um, Bling raced until she was five. And, and then at five, she did so well. Um, she won 30% of her races. She raced 99 times. Um, I like to brag about her a little bit. <laughs> so she, um, she did so well that they decided to breed her. So she had a couple litters of puppies and, um, and those puppies are, um, probably done racing themselves, but she came out from Florida and, um, and then the, the, the organization, um, has foster families that they put the greyhounds in. And then from there, those, um, those dogs are adopted out. So it's a wonderful organization and, um, it's a, just a wonderful process. So, so like, I guess when, when we decided to get the older dog, um, you know, Bling is eight, she was eight when we got her. Um, that was kind of like a scary thing because, you know, dogs are, you don't really know exactly how long they're going to live and you don't know how long they're going to be in your life. But, um, this has just been like the perfect, perfect pooch for me. So you, you let her in to your heart. Mm Mm-hmm. She came to Minnesota from Florida. That was a, a, a bold move on her part. I know, right? yeah. Because greyhounds don't like the cold very much. You have they to don't. drape a blanket over her. And- yeah, we have this like giant, I have a giant coat that I put on her in the winter and um, and these like big booties and things. Yeah. But she weighs about um, she weighs about 70 pounds and she's black and I have a picture and of her. Almost in the- as tall as you are. Yeah. <laughs> she's, <laughs> but just, just majestic. Like, she's just a beautiful beautiful dog so yeah their eyes the, the eyes of a greyhound they're um they're just so perceptive they're they're sight hounds yeah. so so these hounds see something and they just take off after, after so they were thing. as i understand it one of the first dog breeds mm-hmm. right that was domesticated yeah, yeah 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 that's amazing i mean like they're they were like mummified Way back in egypt yeah yeah so I think that God created greyhounds first. You know, there's, the there's some really interesting, <laughs> um, really interesting research being done on, on dog empathy with their hmm. owners. So um, the capacity that dogs have to pick up on what's going on in the life of their owner. They, they adopt the pack. Hmm. You know, so they're, yeah. they're pack animals. And, and so what they do is they take on the responsibility. If they're, if they're brought into a family, that's yeah. their pack yeah. and they take on the responsibility to help to tend that. Right. Hmm. And they're, and they're, they're exceptionally intuitive. So their senses, their, their sight, their smell, 
their hearing is all attuned to what's going on around them. And what they've seen in this research is just how incredibly attuned they are to those that they adopt. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was flying somewhere uh, a couple years ago, and uh, the person sitting next to me had um, a service dog yeah. that they allow you to take on the plane. Yeah. And this woman actually trained service dogs. She had um, um, a, a form of epilepsy that, and she was very open about this, she had a form of epilepsy that um, the dog would pick up on the smell changes in her chemistry. Oh my gosh. And warn her so she could take medication before that epilepsy hit. And so she trained service dogs and and um you see them sometimes at airports and people yeah. have that have them with them and they have then permission for those dogs to go with them all the time. Because there's those dogs are so attuned to any changes. Yeah. And their changes in emotion, their changes in physiology, and um, it, they're just incredible gifts from us. So, I mean, I say that because you have a story about, you, you know, when the tragedy broke over you, when you when you became aware of that, how attuned Bling seemed to be yeah. to that. Yeah, absolutely. She, I, I mean, one of the first things that I did after I after I discovered the affair I went over and I hugged her I mean as simple as that is but these these animals are so there for us and and so just this unconditional love that flows from them um but particularly I remember when um when he moved out of the house um that was one of the hardest moments of my life and of um, just being so vulnerable in that. And I was sitting on the couch as he was packing up all of his things into um, a couple suitcases and Bling would, she would look over at him and walk over to him as he was coming back and forth, moving things and packing. And then she would come over and she'd stand by me and just look at me as I was sitting on the couch. And then she'd walk over to him and then she would look at me. And then after a while, she just stopped going over to him. And she just came over and she would look at me and um, just saying, hey, you can pet me. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for you. And it was just so, it was so beautiful. This, um, she knew something was up and she knew that something was was wrong and she she just really wanted to be there for me in it and yeah I'm so I'm just so grateful to this funny little dog (laughs) but she's my family yeah she's absolutely my family you know we we uh we we tend to project um onto our our animals things that we feel and think but it's really not all projection it it it's very real. They do have empathy. Yeah. And they get very bonded to us. Uh, we you know, we babysat Bling one night a few months ago. And you know, she just didn't do well without you. <laughs> you yeah, know, she, I remember uh, that. She just stood out here in the middle of the night. She was just doing her little greyhound yip, you know. And um, I, I think that's um, 
Sorry. No, <laughs> that's okay. She has separation anxiety she from did. her mom. <laughs> well, I, I think her story in particular is, it, you know, it's it's so, it's such a beautiful um, parallel to reclaiming and, yeah. and then the, the deep bonding that actually happens because, you know, she was a track dog, which means she wasn't a pet. No, she, she wasn't, wasn't She was really kind of used for human entertainment, but yeah. not, you know, they're, greyhounds have a, a very gentle spirit and they're very mm-hmm. bonded they're very to people. very sensitive dogs yes. too. But she didn't get that through her life. Everything was geared toward, you know, her performing on the track. Mm-hmm. And so coming at eight years old into your family and, and suddenly really receiving human affection, she really responded and, and changed. Yeah, I, I know. I noticed how um, over the first few months that you had her, how she, how it changed. Oh, she just opened up. Yeah, and she got playful. At she she came and she was very reserved. Mm-hmm. She was really um she re- re- would really just sit in her kennel, and um and sleep a lot. I mean, greyhounds are very lazy. They're known as couch potatoes. They yeah, just, and then they, they run fifty miles an hour. I know, and then they just <laughs> take off. But yeah, she she eventually just opened up and became this playful little yeah. little dog yeah um and, and that's and who so she that, is now and 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 so your attentiveness and mm-hmm. openness really pulled that out of her um so she was reclaimed yeah she was you know um because had you not done that many greyhounds don't find homes yeah as other you know there's other dogs as well that don't find homes and um they're often you know put to sleep but she was reclaimed. Yeah. And then and then I think she has been, as as we've watched this, she's been a kind of constant presence for you mm-hmm. as you've reclaimed yours. Yeah. yeah. And she's been a way that God's like she's been four legs mm-hmm. that have helped to reclaim you. She's yeah. she's just been there and yeah. She's just been there. She she's has. just been there. So I started going to therapy um, right after I discovered the affair, um, just knowing that I was going to need a real steady presence of a therapist in my life and um, to draw things out in me or whatever. So my first therapist that I that I had for a while, she um, she had really said, "Hey, be sure that um, you know if you need me to like she if you need me to write a recommendation to your." to your attorney that you actually have full custody of this dog because um a lot of there's there's actually like custody battles over dogs in divorces and and I think a lot of I've, I've talked with some people that have had that and um because people get we, we get so attached to animals and and I mean she's she is like my child <laughs> and um and I mean I, I don't want to be insensitive to people that actually have children and go through real custody battles over children that's that's completely different of course but um but I mean there, there there's a level to that of um my, my therapist would have written me like a a letter of recommendation that this was an, an emotional support animal for me right in a sense right. and um and that would be that would be a, like a legitimate request yep you know, they, um, there are therapy dogs yeah, and, and actually dogs that are sort of trained, uh, to, to do that. They'll, they'll take therapy dogs into hospitals, even like children's hospitals. A lot of greyhounds are therapy dogs. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. And where where they just actually they settle fear. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can kind of pour your fear into this creature that's there. Yeah, it's amazing. There, I mean, God made that. Mm-hmm. He He gave us that gift, and um, yeah, I think we 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 see a piece of Him in that yeah, relationship. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I I think that somebody said, and I I think there's something to it that the way that our dogs relate to us and love us um, is is almost the way that we were made to relate and love to God and love God. Hmm. That, um, that there's a, um, a, from God's standpoint, I mean, he's so much more, su- he's so superior to us, yeah. but he, um, he in essence stoops to be involved with us. Well, we are in the same kind of higher order than our dogs, hmm. but the dogs, um, the dogs love us and we can love them in return. I, I don't know if it's a perfect picture of God's yeah. love, but I, I find it kind of interesting on the, the sort of levels. And um, I think if, if God is as bonded to us and way more, mm. then we can find ourselves bonded to these simple little creatures. We can begin to understand how his love for us is very wow, real. That's beautiful. And, and I mean, going off of that too, I want to be, <laughs> I want to just follow God around wherever he is like right. and look up at him and think, right. oh, man, you're like you're right. amazing because I, I get that from bling. Precisely. I mean, I don't want to make a th- I'm not making a theology. Right, out of this, right. So we I don't want to get any yeah. nasty letters on this. But it's a it's a it's a parallel. It's yeah, a yeah. it's almost like a, a metaphor or a simile right, right. in how we can understand. It's not exact, of course, but um. Yeah, it's very beautiful because because these these dogs are so unconditional. Yeah. In their affection for us. And yeah. So that's that's really beautiful. Well, and you grew up with dogs. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Well, we uh the our first dog, uh his name was Major and he was a a Sheltie, miniature collie. And amazing story about him. So, uh, yeah, he was just, uh, he was so smart. Shelties are just brilliant Mm -hmm. dogs. And uh, he could, he did all these tricks and, and, uh, he, he figured things out around the house and could, but they're very independent. And Mm. so he would sometimes just like wander off. We didn't have a fence in our backyard and, and he just would just like wander off and be gone for a day. And then he'd come back, and he was, you know, he was uh, like, hey, what's sort up? of the lassie, <laughs> lassie come home thing. Well, one day, and it was, uh, he loved my grandmother, um, and I just he just had this special affection for her. When she'd come over and she'd babysit or, or be with us for dinner or something, he just would come and sit by her. And um, she, um, as she got much older, she got, you know, weaker and... Um, yeah. And then she had a stroke, and uh, right at that time he disappeared. Hmm. And we wondered, you know, it was one of those like, okay, he's taken off, and was he going out looking for or whatever? But he never came back. And um, and so we, you know, we grieved because he never came back. We couldn't find him. You know, we put up signs around and all that. Eventually, about. Oh, probably nine, ten months later, we got another dog. It was our first Samoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and her name was Tassie, and she was just a great, great dog. But she was a puppy when we got her. Well, 
exactly a year later, maybe it was 13 months later, so maybe it was a little bit more than that, we were away across town and visiting a friend. And from down the street, we saw a dog. I saw a dog. And I thought, that looks like Major. Hmm. And I called him, and his ears perked up, and he ran. Oh, my gosh. I completely forgot about this story. And and so we were, like, absolutely amazed. And um, as we examined him, he had been just, like, basically brutalized. Mm. He His teeth had been, looked like somebody kicked them in. And he, he really had had a tough year, whatever that was, whatever happened, whether somebody took off with him or he wandered off and then couldn't find his way back. But we brought him back home. <clears throat> we reclaimed him and um, started, you know, started uh, trying to take care of him. But he had a really hard time adjusting to the puppy. Oh, I'm sure. Who was, you know, like, okay, here's my house and this other dog's in my house. And... Um, and so, yeah, he had a really, really hard time adjusting to that. But we, um, yeah, we 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 can't took, took care of him, and and eventually a friend asked if they could take him, and so they didn't live very far from us, so it was hard for the the, the two dogs to get along, and so we uh, let him go to that other family, and um, you know, stayed in his life for as long as he was there. I think I don't think he lived too much longer. I can't yeah. remember the exactly what happened there, but, um, but remarkable that um, I mean again, it was sort of a reclaim, yeah. a reclaiming story, and um, and to see that that he came back at that end of his life and was loved and what and was got to come back home, right? And um, in spite of, of what had obviously been a really tough time in, in his life I, I we don't know what had happened but he was very scarred and um but yeah amazing what what love can do and and yeah. going full circle and that was just that's one of our dogs <laughs> I love that. you told the story about ransom who was the the dog we got yeah um for our family and ended also up <clears throat> also also some way and he ended up uh that the uh, the lady that um that we got him from then she asked permission to show him and turned out that he he won like i don't know the first five or six maybe out of the eight shows that he was mm -hmm. in and he was a champion before he was a year old so yeah beautiful dog yeah he was a beautiful dog he kind of knew it too. very stubborn yeah he's... he knew it too <laughs> he was like mm, yes i am i am beautiful <clears throat> Yeah, he got healed too. If you remember that, yes, you remember that story. So twice, he, yes, twice. He, um, so he had. Uh, they were going to breed him because of how valuable he was as a mm -hmm. show dog, and so they, he had to get cleared from hip dysplasia, and so came back that he had hip dysplasia. So suddenly that he wasn't going to be able to be bred. Well, mom, um, Jill, my wife, your mother, yeah. um, was like we're going to pray for this dog. And so yeah. she started, she started saying you're healed. And, um, and so she really had the faith and said, we need to have him re x-rayed. So we had the x-rays clearly had hip dysplasia. And so we took him this time to the university of Minnesota. We get it again because of the, the value that he was. And I, and I kind of rolled my eyes like, I mean, seriously, 
you really want us to go spend the money to get another <laughs> x-ray? And Jill had the faith. She's like, nope, he, I think that God's got a destiny for this dog, right? Yeah. So we took him and uh, he was graded, like not just acceptable, but good. No hip dysplasia. That's amazing. And then um, same thing happened with his with his uh, eyes. So they had to test him again. He had cataracts. And we're like, oh, because this is now, by this time, a very valuable yeah. animal because of how well he had showed. And uh, again, this time, the uh, the woman that uh, had showed him and had co-owned him with us, she really said, I think God's going to heal him. And so she prayed, and then she paid to have his eyes reexamined again at the at the university and they were stunned. I was there as they were looking at it because they oh had, gosh. they had the chart right there yeah. and they can see where the cataracts are. And the, the, the doctor was like, uh, they're not there. And the woman who'd actually done the showing, she wasn't a believer and she was just flipping out as this was happening yeah. because clearly it was an absolute miracle. God cares about our animals. He does. And, just uh, like we do. Just like we do. <laughs> so, but we ended up because he was a he was a, he was a handful. Ransom was, was a handful. handful. I mean, he he was, you know, he wasn't fixed. So, so he, he had, had all that energy. He had all that energy, <laughs> and um, so he became a full time show dog. He and, did. Yeah, we 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 uh, we let him go, and then we got. Um, we had other dogs come into our life. We we uh, ended up with a little poodle for a while. Uh, who we and that's was another reclaimed Jojo. story. Yeah. Yes. Uh, somebody. Um, oh, no, you're talking about Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the one yeah. before that, <laughs> before Jojo. So uh, somebody uh, asked us to babysit their dog, and then they never came back to get her. <laughs> a week later, we were like, "Hey, so are you gonna come pick up your dog?" And like, left messages, nothing. Like, so so by that so time we, we bonded with her. It was like. It was like a couple of years, and then yep. he finally. And was she like, and she had like she was old. She was twelve she was or thirteen at that time. Too. And cranky and but, and she had arthritis. Yeah. But particularly your brothers who just played with her and loved her, and mm -hmm. she came around. It was like she got young again. Yeah. And uh, so we had her for you know, two or three years. Yeah. And just a, yeah, that's another reclaim story. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs, and they They're reclaim amazing. us. They do, they yep. do, and they just, they love us so well, and I'm so grateful for my, for my pooch, for the way that, the way that God has loved me in, in, through bling, almost, and um, I'm so grateful for her, so. And she's laying literally right here next to her. She is, she on is. On her little she's greyhound sleeping. couch, um, and, and I, it, uh, there's times where she will dream that she's running. I know. I love it so much. And um, because you can see her. And, and I, I thought about that, you know, that her old life, it's still there. She yeah. still has some, like, there's these embedded memories of that. Yeah. And I'm sure that her life now is so much better. Yeah. She doesn't get to run like she did, mm -hmm. but she's cared for and hugged and laughed yeah. at. And, yeah. And I don't want to, I don't, I, I don't want to pretend like the, um, I, I'm sure that this divorce was hard on her too. I mean, yeah. she moved a couple times. She, um, she was, well, she was it. bonded to my ex-husband too. And, and then, you know, he's out of yep. her life completely. And, um, 
so of course this was a hard transition for her and yeah she's certainly adjusted well yeah I, I think about you know when she's dreaming about her old life I mean you can see her legs kind of like move and she even yips in her mm-hmm. sleep you know the the shadows of that old life come creeping back yeah. and it's that way with all of us we we move on we're reclaimed but there sometimes can be shadows that are still there yeah and um and even for even for dogs that's right that's the case right um though you know flashbacks the, yeah like you know jesus carried the scars of the cross and he is today he has those right they're redeemed they're trophies um an evidence of evidence. of the miracle. Yes. And yes. to say he has overcome death. Yes. And you know, I I will always be somebody that is divorced. I'm not that isn't my identity, but I'm not going to pretend like that time in my life didn't happen <clears throat> yes. because the miracle that has happened through that, the way that God had taken has taken something that that the enemy meant to destroy me, yeah. he is creating something beautiful in it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to pretend like my dog wasn't used for human, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. human entertainment. Yeah. And she was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now we have two other dogs in the house yeah. as well. I mean, uh, Bling's visiting here because yeah. you don't live with us. I don't live, live here but, anymore. But, um, yeah, we have two two other dogs because we have an apartment in the basement where uh, our son and daughter-in-law live. And they have a golden retriever who's about to have puppies. Mm-hmm. And she's, um, yeah, and then we have a golden retriever, too. Um, and her name is Rayma. So Rayma and Luna are here. And they, they have an interesting relationship with Bling. Bling's, she is Bling's the alpha. mother. She is the mother. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, like the, the kingpin. Yeah. It's like, don't come and mess with me. She's right. a very sweet dog, but it's like just. Uh, it is and just then Rayma just totally submits to right. her. There's yeah. these moments where she just like, Rayma will just like turn on her back and be like, I surrender. Yeah. Even, not like <laughs> bling would ever hurt her or anything, right. but like yeah, there's just so this fun. hierarchy with dogs. It's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm so grateful for dogs and, um, I'm sure there's lots of stories that, that our listeners have about dogs and I would love to hear those too. Yeah. So, so submit those and write them in the comments or, um, it's a great, let's celebrate dogs. Absolutely. It's a great gift or cats that God's given. Yeah. There, yeah. There's cat people <laughs> out there too. Okay. There's cat, there's, we can't forget you. Well, or, we, or, this or, is the first time we've or mentioned ferrets or yeah. <laughs> parrots or whatever I, you know i'm a dog person so i speak yeah. i speak in the, well, those languages god's given us um like like uh, he's given us a relationship with this creator order right that's and humans need this we need gardens maybe yours is like a african violet or i mean right. there, there's there, there's there's parts of nature that we connect to that we tend that we take care of that gives us love in return yeah. You know, and I, so some of you garden and that's the way that you, know, you pour your energies in that and that you, you're reclaiming, in essence, the earth. Right. And it gives back a beautiful flower or a vegetable garden or whatever. Or, you know, cats, I don't know, they, they're a little bit more independent, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they have their ways of expressing love, right, too. It's just different. I'm just yeah. really allergic to cats, so I can't have them. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. What, what whatever your, um, what whatever your passion is to reach in and touch the world, God will use that to reach back and touch you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and help to, so cool. to work his reclaiming 
redemptive passion. Because um, there's never a situation in God's sight, never a situation that's a dead end. Yeah. It's n- nothing's ever too far for him to turn around and turn something and turn it into something beautiful. Even if it takes eternity to fully see it, he does that. He does. Absolutely. And that's a miracle. It is. He he works miracles. Bling, do you have anything to say? And she's she's completely out Sleeping. to the world like like a greyhound will be. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Bling. I love you. Thank you, listeners, for listening to our ramblings about dogs. Um, we're, we're here to celebrate what God has done for us, that he has adopted us into, our, into his family. And um, I'm just... Well, maybe you should go adopt a greyhound if you're so yeah. inclined. There's a lot of them that need homes. There's a lot of them that need homes. Or go, you know, ad- adopt, don't shop. But there's lots of wonderful rescue organizations and... Um, it's amazing what loving a pet can do for your soul. So thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Reclaimed podcast. For more information about reclaiming, visit reclaimed.com. That's R-C-L-A-I-M-E-D.com.